Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 284. One Thing Real Love Never Does to You, part two, by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. Welcome back, old friend. I'm Joss Marie, and today I've got the second part of Mark Chernoff's post that discloses the one thing real love never does to you. And given yesterday's episode was quite the buildup to today's, I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short for you and continue optimizing your life. One Thing Real Love Never Does to You, Part 2, by Mark Chernoff of MarkAndAngel.com The Thing Real Love Never Does to You Perhaps the story from yesterday makes it clear, or perhaps not. But in either case, it's important to remember that real love never limits you, it doesn't restrict you, it doesn't try to change you, it doesn't entitle you or anyone to anything. People are sometimes led to have a sense of entitlement because they mistakenly believe they are owed something based solely on the social role they have chosen. For example, if someone has accepted the role of being a person's friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, or husband, they feel entitled to get certain favors from this person. If someone has accepted the role of being a parent, they feel entitled to being respected by their children. If someone has accepted the role of being a customer, they feel entitled to be served to their unique needs. But as it turns out, there are no hardwired entitlements in life. And this is especially true of love. Too often we associate love with limitations. If he loves me, he will change. If she loves me, she will do what I say, and so on. But that's not real love, not even close. Real love is unlimited. Real love is freedom. In fact, it is only by letting each other be free that two people can be completely each other's. When we are not forced or tied or pressured in a relationship, we can more easily see and remember the most perfect parts. You might spend time with the person you love and catch yourself thinking, he or she is perfect for me. Not perfect in their behaviors or in their beliefs or in their looks. Rather, perfect in the way they fit into your life, the way their rough edges fill the gaps between your own, the way their body rests against yours, the way both your voices flow together in harmony the way you make each other feel complete even when you are apart. And this completeness ripples through every aspect of your lives. You both feel alive and full of incredible joy, and you are eager and excited and can't wait to find a hundred little things that will make you feel even more alive now that you have felt how deeply you can breathe the fresh air of freedom. You can clearly see that there are no definitive limits, and you laugh together about the fact that you both once thought there were, and then you laugh again simply because you are free to be together or apart. In this freedom, you choose to find divine perfection in each other's humanness. 
In this freedom, your happiness is vital to each other and sacrifices are made. And that may not always mean you are part of the equation, and that's perfectly okay. For you, that is why it feels so incredible to love and to be loved, because the love you feel is a choice, because real love gives you that choice. You both know deep down that to bind each other or tie each other or try to own each other in any way would be to minimize, to even kill something within yourselves that is divine and human and soars and sings and keeps you both alive and free and asks for nothing yet gives everything. You both know that the moment you try to own each other is the moment you both become something else other than what you sought and desired and loved in the first place. So you choose to set each other free, completely unattached, even when you're deeply connected. This form of non-attachment does not mean not caring. On the contrary, it means, among other things, caring so deeply that you both honor each other's space and freedom to simply be. Angel and I discuss this in more detail in the relationships chapter of 1,000 Little Things Happy Successful People Do Differently. Afterthoughts on Real Love and Freedom All details aside, the deepest craving of human nature is the need to simply be appreciated as is, to be free to be. Sometimes we try to be sculptors, constantly carving out of others the image of what we want them to be, what we think we need, love, or desire. But these actions and perceptions are against reality, against their benefit and ours, and always end in disappointment because it does not fit who they really are. The foundation of love is to let people be unapologetically themselves and to not distort them to fit our own egotistical ideas of who they should be. Otherwise, we fall in love only with our own senseless fantasies and thus miss out entirely on their true beauty. So save your relationships from needless stress. Instead of trying to change the people you care about, give them your support and grow together. It's important to note, too, that differences of opinion, even major ones, don't destroy relationships. It's how two people deal with their inevitable differences that counts. It comes down to mindful communication and compromise. Angel and I build mindful communication rituals with our students in the Love and Relationships module of Getting Back to Happy. Truth be told, some couples, and friends and family, too, waste years trying to change each other, but this can't always be done because many of their disagreements are rooted in fundamental differences of opinion, personality, or values based on their upbringing or distant past experiences. By fighting over these deep-seated differences, all they succeed in doing is wasting their time and running their relationship into the ground. So how do two people in a relatively healthy relationship deal with the disagreements and differences that can't be resolved? They accept each other as is. These couples understand that problems are an inevitable part of any long-term relationship, in the same way chronic physical difficulties are inevitable as we grow older. These problems are like a weak knee or a bad back. We may not want these problems, but we're able to cope with them, to avoid situations that irritate them, and to develop strategies that help us grow through them. Psychologist Dan Weil said it best in his book, After the Honeymoon, quote, When choosing a long-term partner, you will inevitably be choosing a particular set of unsolvable problems that you'll be grappling with for the next 10, 20, or 50 years. End quote. Bottom line. Acceptance of one another is of vital importance to every relationship. It is a big part of the foundation, the freedom from which real love grows. You just listened to part two of the post titled, 
One Thing Real Love Never Does to You by Mark Chernoff of MarkAndAngel.com Real love never limits you. It doesn't restrict you. It doesn't try to change you. I just had to repeat that because it's so good. Everything Mark writes is so great. And if you'd like to hear more from him and Angel, you can actually subscribe right to my show and you'll get all future and any previous posts from them. But that's actually all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for joining me here and I'll see you again tomorrow with an episode from Joshua Becker of Becoming Minimalist, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.